0: Hi, and welcome back to white noise uh we know it's been a while but we're finally back with our black mirror ranking um we recently did a black mirror episode but that was on the latest season we thought for this episode it would take a bit longer and we would talk about our rankings of every episode of black mirror which you know of which there are quite a lot now and due to that we thought if we both did our individual rankings like we did for the latest season we would be here for a far too long (laughs) and people would get a bit bored but so to avoid that what we've done is we've collated our rankings to create um a typical you know tier list Mm -hmm. and I think we're going to start from the bottom, aren't we, Sky, and work our way up so, to yeah. the top so you can stay tuned until the end and see our favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, you might disagree with some of our picks. I mean, even me and Sky disagreed ever so slightly. Yeah, well, we were putting it together. We
1: were like, oh, we really do share one brain cell. But then there were a couple we were mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, so if you would like us to also release our individual tier list, because we do have those mm-hmm. on like, our social media, let us know. Yeah, might do it anyway it depends how justified we feel in arguing our points with a couple (laughs) of them but they were mostly mostly similar I think the good thing with a tier list as opposed to a ranking Mm -hmm. is that with a tier list like there's a little bit of give with where things fall so it's like okay I might not have put it exactly in this one but it's not far away from where I think it had gone anyway. yeah
0: it made more sense when we joined our rankings didn't it mm-hmm. to do it as a tier rather than yeah. specific spaces because we could agree on a tier, but not necessarily oh this is in oh, 10th yeah. and this is 11th which yeah, we
1: I did find if... <laughs> yeah I don't know if this episode will be happening if um if we'd had to go for ranking so like where these episodes fall in the tier list isn't an indication of like oh this one in this particular tier is better than this one in the same tier it's not that it's literally just they are groups as tier lists work you probably all know how tier lists work i've actually never done one before (laughs) so i'm just going off what i've seen other people do Mm -hmm. Um, and like liana said we're going to start from the bottom if you're listening to us on spotify sorry if it gets a little bit confusing um Mm -hmm. We are going to be uploading a video version to YouTube that will have a visual that will be easier to follow. So if you want to go check us out there, that might be a bit easier. Um, But saying all of that, I guess it's best to just jump right in and start
0: with E. Yes. So, oh, F. We have an F list. Oh, do we? Yes.
1: Oh, we have a... Okay, am I I looking at the right list? (laughs) Okay, Liana's going to leave this episode because I'm already confused.
0: (laughs) Okay, so basically, I'll start each category with our general thoughts on those episodes so f are basically the ones where we just feel we don't really get much enjoyment out of them or we don't feel that they're good as a black mirror episode you know um so the one that i feel like every single person on planet earth would agree deserves to be in this tier is Maisie day
1: i think some of the newer episodes we really are not gonna have to say a lot about because as liana said we already did do um a latest season of Black Mirror ranking and review in our previous video. So we said all we kind of had to say about Maisie Day. But like Liana had already kind of said, it just didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. It really really didn't. And it's just not one. I guess when it comes to a tier list as well, the biggest thing is like, oh, would I go back and watch it again? Maisie Day? Absolutely not.
0: Exactly. And that's why it belongs in F. So the next one is Bandersnatch. I know that could be a bit more controversial
1: you yeah. were, you didn't know whether or not we should include it I remember when we yes. were going through them
2: mm-hmm. um, I
1: think it needed to be included because if mm-hmm. we're talking about Things that didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode, but still respecting that they tried something new. You have to include that.
0: Yeah, no, completely. I mean, I really appreciated what they were trying to do, like you say. And I'm a sucker for anything that's kind of like 80s visuals, a bit camp. Uh, Will Poulter was pretty good in it. But yeah. it just, it didn't really do what it meant to. I think if they wanted to do something like this again, maybe they should just try and make a game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. which
0: actually now saying it that would be pretty sick a black mirror game and i bet you anything they're working on while else we speak
1: i also want to know like how many people actually played watched and like the entirety of bandersnatched or like like
2: bandersnatched i don't
1: know where that came from um the entirety of bandersnatch because Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure most of us definitely myself um i think i played it through watched it once and then Mm -hmm. i went on youtube and watched
0: i was just about to say i don't think many people actually did it they just watched other people (laughs) do so
1: if you did let us know and why like what made you want to actually go through all of that again because it was yeah just didn't didn't work for me i wish it had
0: um another thing i felt that way about was metalhead i think a lot of people do love it because of let's be real probably the visuals but i don't think black and white equals good
1: Ooh, I agree, but that's gonna make some people.
0: I know. Like, don't get me wrong, it suited the vibe of the episode perfectly. It was a brilliant choice, but it didn't mean that it was good. I
1: I think I think it also just took out like it just I don't know. I it's one of those episodes I really couldn't remember when I was going through them. Like I had to rewatch a fair few to really think, oh, where does this fall on my tier list? And Metalhead, I could not remember for the life of me. As I was watching others, I was like, oh yeah. No, oh, I remember this one. Oh, I remember this yeah. Some of them ended up actually being a lot better than I remember. Yes. Because I think one thing that might be a little bit obvious in our tier list, the higher up we go, is where Netflix took over yes. from Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Because me and Leanna have already said briefly, I think in the previous episode, mm-hmm. Channel 4 is where Black Mirror was just... Or
0: was- well, even necessarily like that first Netflix season is pretty good as yeah. well. It's sure. It's when it became a bit too stylized because if you think about the beginning of black mirror yeah there's some style to it but that's not actually as important as the contents
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then you look like everyone at ones like metalhead and it's clear what started happening mm-hmm. so i don't hate metalhead but like you say it's not that memorable to either mm-hmm. of us really um so did we
1: put metalhead in the bottom tier i can't remember we did did we okay yes i agree I, again obviously i agree with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Wait, let me look. Uh, Next is uh Rachel, Jack, and Ashley 2. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't know what you have to say about this one. Hate hey, uh. <laughs> it. Do you know what? It's really funny. It's one of the ones I didn't actually rewatch because I was pretty confident where it was going to be. I will admit, now I'm not so sure. I do think out of like, because this is the other thing I realised when we were doing the tier list even the episodes that I thought were like a lot better than I originally thought, they still weren't anywhere near as good as the ones that are higher up. That particular season of Black Mirror as well with those three episodes, because wasn't that when Black Mirror kind of came back after a big break?
0: Yes, there was like three years, I'd like to say. Two so. years, maybe.
1: Yeah, I feel like we relate a lot to Black Mirror just taking like mini hiatus every few months. Um, but yeah, it came, <laughs> it came back and those three episodes are interesting because some people really hated all of them. Some people really liked all of them. And then there were people like us who, I don't know, I feel like maybe because the first two episodes of that season, I actually thought were quite good. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to Rachel, Jack and Ashley too, I was like, oh, this feels like a bit of a, a letdown, which is maybe a really good um, argument for Black Mirror is really something you don't have to watch in order and maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't maybe you really shouldn't
0: I agree just because you might start to notice a different in quality I mean the latest season was pretty good again mm-hmm. but I mean sometimes if you watch something like Black Mirror in order you actually do start to because you're losing interest because it seems like the general trend is they're getting worse you might actually give later seasons less of a chance. Mm-hmm than you would have if you watched them out of order, you know.
1: So just a quick insert edit here. This might be a bit choppy, depending on how Liana puts it together. Um, But Liana was actually wrong. (laughs) We've already gotten confused with this tier list. All the episodes we just talked about are in our E tier. There Mm -hmm. is no F tier. I knew there was no F tier.
0: (laughs) No, F tier was Maisie Day. Let's just say that.
1: (laughs) Oh, All right, okay. F tier was Maisie Day. (laughs) So, oh my God, that just me and Liana were just trying to figure it out and it felt like doing algebra at school. <laughs> just to clarify, again, maybe this is an episode you really want to go watch on YouTube because the visuals are going to make it so much easier to follow. <laughs> All those episodes were in our E tier. We're now moving on to our D tier. Yeah. Liana, are you going to be able to uh, to start that, to talk us through it? Okay,
0: <laughs> so, I'll stop laughing like an old man. Our D tier. I'm gonna start with Men Against Fire. I don't know really what to say about that. I wanted to like it, but it felt a bit rapid.
1: I think it was one that was trying to, because that was the one with the the roaches, wasn't it? Yes. So I think it was kind of like it thought it did this big twist. Yeah. And like when I so I had seen all of these episodes before, but like I said, I really couldn't remember them. So I was rewatching some of them. And one of the ones I rewatched was *Met Against Fire*. And even from the be- like, I didn't remember anything about it. But even from the beginning, I was like, "Oh, well, obviously these—they're seeing the people wrong, like, yeah—so they can fight them." And um, so when it like got revealed, I don't know. I was like,
0: felt so obvious. I, don't
1: think, I was like, I don't think that was quite the take that you thought. And it, was. it also
0: <laughs> didn't feel like the unique thing it thought it was because at the end of the day, like if you've ever seen, say, *Starship Troopers*. It does the exact same thing. The whole point of Starship Troopers is um, propaganda, nationalism, and being brainwashed to think of the enemy as these vicious creatures, when actually the whole point of Starship Troopers is that these aliens they're fighting, like it's their home planet, they're really the invaders. And that film doesn't treat it like a twist, it's just satire, so you're aware of that the whole time. And I guess that's one of the problems with Black Mirror sometimes, is sometimes it takes content and ideas that don't really need a twist. Some things are just satire. They're better without a twist. But I think Black Mirror has started to really rely on them in later mm-hmm. seasons. Because when you look at earlier seasons, some episodes like are so brilliant because there isn't a twist. You're just slowly getting into it. So like, I don't know, for example, like, uh, let's say um, the entire history of you. There's not really a twist there. You know it's what's
2: coming. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think maybe like Men Against Fire would have been better if it was more built that way. Rather than trying to act like this thing that was really obvious was a twist, because like you say, it wasn't.
1: I think media in general is kind of suffering from this at the moment. Like, oh, not it's not called The Cabin in the Woods, but it's (laughs) Knock at the Cabin. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar thing, right? Obviously, Mm -hmm. because of Who Made It, everyone was expecting a twist. To a point where I saw people reviewing it saying, oh, the big twist in this film is that there isn't one. It's like, no. I was like, not... Every single film needs to have a Mm -hmm. twist to be interesting. At the end of the day, when you watch something, all you want is to feel justified for watching it. So you need a payoff. So you you either need the lovers to get together, the good to overcome the bad, or sometimes for the bad to actually realise they're not the big bad. Payoff doesn't always have to be a big twist you never saw coming because they're really hard to pull off. Like, I don't think people should be judged as writers or directors or creators because they can't pull off a big twist. It's a hard thing to do. The latest series of Black Mirror, maybe because it's starting to feel like everything's been done now. Mm-hmm. And something that we also mentioned in the previous episode is that I personally just don't think that Black Mirror is actually focusing on current events like it used to.
0: No, true. Like
1: it used to focus on, because obviously it used to be like tech was the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But then sometimes it would be like something really not even necessarily something really niche, but something that you don't think about day to day. It's just always Mm -hmm. in the back of your mind. It's like eating away at you, like an existential crisis.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I think episodes like The Entire History of You did so well, because, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to fixate on memories, that's something that's so human and everyone does. And the whole point of that episode is just what if you were given technology to exacerbate that?
1: I just think the way it was done, the time it came out, it just didn't hit. It was like I said, it wasn't the worst. It's not in E. Or F, as Leanna's
0: decided to call it, but it's <laughs> so it's 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 in our D. Yes. Yeah. Um. The next one is uh the Waldo moment, which is just another one where eh. I would have to double
1: check. But I'm actually sure this might be one of the first ones we couldn't really agree upon. Yeah. Because I actually think the Waldo movement. I don't know if I put it higher than D. I think this is why we did end up coming to like a mm-hmm. stalemate with it because I was like, oh, I do agree. I don't think it's as good as say some of the ones we have in our yeah. tier, mm-hmm. but I did think it was better than like I did think it was better than Men Against Fire, for example. Yeah. I thought it was a lot better than Men Against Fire, and I think that one was also very much a product of its time. It felt very Channel Four still. It's... I don't think it was part of the Channel Four era, but it's no, felt yeah, no, Wilder cool. moments
0: like season two, I think.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Well it still felt very channel four then. I guess that'll be why.
0: Um <laughs> maybe because it was. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it was very topical at the time and still. Well, yeah, but the thing is, if anything, it became more topical over time. And that's something I think that uh Black Mirror's lost. Black Mirror now kind of like looks backwards more than it looks forwards mm-hmm. in a weird way. Um yeah. I don't know if some people would disagree, but I really stand by that. I mean, look at episodes like Maisy Day, mm-hmm. like you know, paparazzi culture, don't get me wrong, it's still horrific, but it is not at the peak it was, say, 10 years ago. I felt like the Waldo moment it was the kind of thing where it's not great but it was something great to be like whoa and look at during say like the trump administration yeah you know it's it's got that similar thing to like the simpsons where maybe an episode isn't necessarily good but you're like whoa that's so uncanny
1: so the next one is striking vipers which i think a few people may disagree with us with because i've spoken to people like i've just spoken to people in my life about this tier list we were going to do because you know we've been planning it for Mm -hmm. ages now um and when i said where striking vipers went they were quite shocked mm-hmm. again i think it's a product of it's just not as good in our opinion obviously this is our opinion mm-hmm. um as the other ones we've put higher yeah. but striking five pieces one when i re-watched it like when i first watched it i was like oh black mirror's back baby like it was like <laughs> the first it was because i think it's the first episode of that season after they took a break yeah like yeah um and then i re-watched it again and i was like
0: huh you know what a lot of is? it is hmm. i think the fact that the first time you watch it it's almost like not funny but just what like you're a bit taken yeah. aback so yeah. the second time you watch it you don't have that element anymore there's nothing to keep you excited by it mm-hmm. I also and...
1: feel like the biggest thing of that one was the ending for me like mm. I don't know I just didn't find it very believable
0: no I I felt the same I also think that um it didn't really have a message like what was the point of it
1: yeah. like
0: what was the point of that episode um but one merit to that episode is how much it got memed oh yeah Uh, oh my god you just (laughs) had to be there twitter when that episode came out was a beautiful (laughs) yeah no
1: that's maybe that's why like when it first came out it was like oh this is a good episode because there's so much built up around it i completely
0: agree i think it wasn't actually good it was just there there was so much you could say about it Mm-hmm. You know, it's similar to say something like 12 Reasons Why. Not a good piece of media, but there was so much to say about it. Uh, Euphoria Season 2, there's plenty mm-hmm. of pieces of media like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Good I'm conversation fodder. But...
1: You said 12 Reasons Why. Do you mean 13 Reasons why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get your head in the game. <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> This is what happens when we go, out. like, we just take a month off to do stuff. Like, we just forget how to talk, apparently.
0: The ADHD brain coming out. It's coming to play. That's so true.
1: But, yeah, no, but you you are right, though. Um, mm-hmm. And I think with Striking Bipers, it's one of those that, like, when I watched it again, I was like, this is actually a bit silly.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's very.
1: Silly. And, and you silly can in, have like, silly
0: exactly i was just gonna yeah. say you can have silly and it still be good and this wasn't that
1: yeah like, about it, i love silly stuff it's yeah just, it was silly in the sense that it didn't fully make sense to me like yeah i got the point they were trying to make um and i don't know maybe this is like the queer agenda coming through <laughs> but i guess it's because obviously the whole thing was like these two guys don't actually have any physical attraction for each other they just have really good simulation sex <laughs> But that really made no sense to me because mm. then the guy talked about how he had tried he had tried the same thing with other players mm. and it hadn't worked. So obviously it wasn't that the simulation
0: just made sex better. It, it was who he was doing it with. But the other thing that got me about that that's got nothing to do with tech. Like it, like I get that tech it makes. I think maybe not in a game would have worked maybe like something to do more with social media because there is a very real thing that some people were like really flirty over social media and it's hot and then you meet in real life and that same chemistry isn't there because you can be someone else behind a screen I think that would have been a much more interesting concept Mm -hmm. than I fuck my mate in a game when I'm playing a female character (laughs) like
1: it's Mm -hmm. just that's yeah that's fair actually no i completely agree i think that would have been so much better but this mm-hmm. is why like you said like the memes were just gold oh it was so good it was just like just having a game night with the bros it's just pretty funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> like yeah babe just being cold with the bro
1: <laughs> but yeah the episode itself unfortunately i feel like that was the fandom building it up and like Absolutely. making stuff out of it yes and um, because then topping our list of the again not that these are in any order but joan is awful
0: um mm, an interesting one i'd say i think you liked it more than i did for sure
1: um maybe uh, i think it was just because out of like this is again when you, you have to put it into context like putting Joni's awful in the context of its own season it was <clears> one of the better episodes putting it in the context of the entirety of black mirror it was one of the weakest ones it suffers from like we've already said the fact that because it's a new episode similar stuff had already been done it had also been done better and more subtly
0: no i agree and i also think like i'm actually quite interested in the whole season idea now that you've like said what you just said it's interesting how some people remember certain episodes being better or worse depending on the season they were in that's actually Mm -hmm. fascinating and i think that lends to the whole thing we were saying earlier about maybe watching it out of order Mm -hmm. you might actually find your tier list is very different i might do that in the future
1: If I had gone off, again, this is also needing to actually have a good memory, which Mm -hmm. I don't have, but going off of like just my first viewings of them, this tier list would have been majorly different because there were some episodes I judged way too harshly. There are other episodes I just forgot about entirely. I don't mm. know why I forgot about them because they were actually really good. So yeah, I think, I guess it's the thing of a tier list though. Like it's not, it's really not set in stone. This is no. just a general idea of where we think yeah. they fall.
0: And by the time the next season comes out, maybe we'd do another ranking and it'd be different again but oh, we will see.
1: Yeah,
0: I would say so. Um, so on that note, we are now moving on to the C tier. This now is where, the, the yeah, yeah, this is where we start to disagree a little bit more, I would say, but you know, we've agreed on our rankings, but it's where making the ranking got a little bit more, mm. Mm, you know? Um, <laughs> so, First one I'm going to talk about in Seat it is uh Demon 79 which is I would say the first one we properly did like disagree on. Yeah.
1: I yeah, no I actually remember now thinking about we put it together because mm-hmm. I definitely liked it a lot more than you did.
0: Yes, definitely. Um
1: again putting it in the context of Black Mirror, I get it. Like it, this kind of goes against what I said about like all Black Mirror trying something new because it tried something new with demon 79 i don't <clears throat> know if it's just because demon 79 comes after Maisie day and after Maisie day i was just like so done with it i <clears throat> almost didn't watch the final episode i don't know yeah i think i just as an episode on its own i really like demon 79 i definitely wouldn't put it higher than c for sure i almost could have conceded to putting it in d but it's only because i could not justify putting it near like striking vipers and men against fire it's not to me no, completely it wasn't that
0: bad <laughs> yeah no I get that I get that completely yeah. I think um my thing with demon 79 is it's like I've said to you before and I we spoke about it in the previous episode I think I would respect them creating a new show a lot more than inserting something into a season of a show that already does really well to be like let's see if people like it it felt a bit safe in my opinion like you could say, oh, it's it's like too much, like try and do something completely different. But actually in a way, I think I'd have respected it a lot more if they did a free episode um, Red Mirror season to kind of test that out rather than just sticking one episode in an existing show. That feels a bit, almost like a bit lazy to me,
1: I guess. I see what you mean. I was, to be honest, I was just going
0: to disagree and
1: say, I respect your opinion, but I don't <laughs> think it's safe. But mm-hmm. now that you put it like that, Mm-hmm. No, I see what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: At Demon Seventy Nine. I can completely understand why people would like it, but even if it wasn't in what I felt was the wrong place or home, it's still just not entirely my kind of thing. You, you love um, a one on one. Like, um, not monologue, but, you know, dialogue-heavy situation, oh, I do. I don't you? Which is part of why you situations. loved Demon 79, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, true. And I love all oh, character dynamic. Like These yeah. things are really, like, obvious. But, like, some of my favourite things in writing are, like, yeah, like, was it, like, insular, like, just... One like not this was but like one setting kind of one shot things i love those but because i love characters i think like Mm. character building is some of my favorite like Uh like you could have like the weakest story or the most basic story ever Uh but if you've got two really two three four whatever however many interesting characters I'm sold. And I really loved the character dynamic between, I can't remember their names now, but the girl and the demon. I love that. I don't know. I love yin. Like, give me yin and yang. Give me... And also always, I love things when they subvert stereotypes. So I know it's been done a million times before, but like having quite a camp funny demon.
0: Yeah. Now that we talk actually about how you love the one-on-ones and characters and everything, looking at our list it makes a lot of sense because viewers listeners as you'll see as we go further up the list it becomes a lot more character focused which is especially sky's influence on the list i would say i mean both of us but particularly sky
1: Mm -hmm. i was gonna Um, say can you tell that i maybe bullied liana into (laughs) agreeing to a few (laughs) of these because i couldn't in in good consciousness yeah put it i mean it's funny though because the one the next one in our CTA list is one that I think we disagreed with on the opposite.
0: Yes, I brought it higher up. Yes, yes Hang it's... the DJ. Hang the DJ. Which is actually super, super interesting because if you think about it, a lot of people love Hang the DJ a lot more than either of us do. So even though I brought oh, yeah. it up, it's still a lot lower than it is for other people. Like hang Some people DJ. put Hang the DJ in like A or B which I don't I'm sorry literally I
1: think at one point got voted like one of the best Black Mirror episodes which
0: I just don't agree I love I really do as time has passed especially and I've gotten a bit older I love the concept of knowing how long you're going to spend with someone Mm
2: -hmm. I
0: think that's really interesting but I feel like maybe that is more like um, a book or um, a graphic novel, or a webtoon, Mm -hmm. or an anime. Like, I don't think that's a Black Mirror
1: episode. Oh, actually... You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe in a different medium, I could get behind it a lot more. And I really liked both actors. Like, I thought they were both great, but there was just... And I actually, I do think maybe the visuals ruined it a bit for me. It was a bit cheap-looking,
1: I felt. I found it so boring. Like, just... Put it out there completely. I mm-hmm. find it really boring. I wouldn't go so far as to put it in the lowest tier, but I think I definitely wanted to put it in D because yeah. it's one I rewatched, but I rewatched it simply because I was like, okay, at that point I'd re-watched a couple I thought I didn't like. Turned out I actually did like them. I was like, maybe hang the DJ is the same. Maybe again mm-hmm. because of the season it was in and the episodes it followed, I was like, maybe I just didn't give it enough of a chance. No I think I actually came away disliking it more.
0: Interesting very interesting.
1: And this is why I'm always so interested to hear from like listeners and stuff like that because I like, obviously there's no right or wrong answers but I'm just curious about hearing from people who really did like it because yeah.
0: I don't think you're going to convince me that's not what I'm mean. saying. I've read a million reviews watched a million yeah. videos on Hang the DJ and it's just mm-hmm. something ain't clicking for me.
1: But it's just I I do you know I think that's it like a, with a lot of the Black Mirror episodes, people relate to them kind of like on a more of a individual level.
2: Yeah, true. So,
1: like maybe I don't know the concept of the you said the relationships, knowing how much time you have with somebody, mm. like. That's something people focus on more so. Like it's not really something I ever think about personally, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't make me question it either. Like I mm-hmm. don't know. I think they said Demon Seventy Nine, Hang the DJ were interesting for us because we were both arguing on opposite sides for them, yeah. and we have thought
0: good middle ground. Safe. Yes. So next is Hated in the Nation. I'm not sure if you remember. I can't quite remember where we both individually fell on this. Is that <laughs> the bees one. Yes. Oh. On social media. I yeah. really do like that episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love the idea. But the execution was a bit poor.
1: I agree. I actually really And I think
0: yeah, that's I why it was C, wasn't it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we agreed that if it was better executed or maybe like the pacing or something was better. Mm-hmm. No, I think the pacing was good. I can't remember what it is. Maybe it's like I think the actual the writing, that- the dialogue think, yeah. or something. I think the thing with that episode, it had a lot of poignant moments
1: in it. Yeah. That didn't actually have really much connecting them. Yes. So like there are very standout moments from it, like, you know, the ending where yeah. everybody who had ever made a hate comment was now gonna get targeted. Like yeah. that was I thought was quite good because like, oh, that's very haunting. Like your digital footprint does follow you mm-hmm. and things like that. The the aspect of the bees was interesting. Again, I think even though we do still need to save the bees for sure, mm-hmm. I think that was definitely more of a topical thing because at one point, like hashtag save the bees was yeah. just it It was another hashtag yeah everybody like hashtag save the bees death to plastic straws that that was Mm. like that era
2: yeah definitely Um,
1: watching it like in 2023 i was like if i hadn't been around during that era i was a little bit confused as to why it was mechanical bees but then again it it was kind of interesting because it was doing the whole black mirror thing of taking technology that we've come to rely upon and turning it malicious
0: i think it's interesting because like we say that one's dated because it was so of the time and it's Mm -hmm. that's just the thing isn't it if something's really poignant and brilliant in the moment unfortunately it's just gonna age which means it probably is just gonna sink lower and lower in people's lists over time but i'm okay with that to be honest Mm -hmm. with you it's. It was I never like an think... S or A for me, anyway.
1: No, oh, for sure not. I still don't think it'll go any lower than say, like, Joan is awful. No, snatchers
0: No, definitely like
1: not. That. I think. Yeah. I think. Honestly, I think Hated in the Nation might always sit quite pretty at a C, because
0: yeah. I think
1: I feel like it's one for a lot of people they can't exactly place because it wasn't really, really bad. It wasn't super outstanding. It's just like, a good watch. It's like
0: a BBC drama, isn't it? You know? I, mean, I, I would watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it again for sure. One like that, which I've never felt the urge, is Archangel. Mm. So that's C as well. Um, That one is interesting to me because I love, love, love the idea. Mm. And I actually think, if anything, it's becoming a bit more poignant. But again, it was just a bit boring um i loved the idea of like wanting to protect your kids and getting too intense of it because helicopter parents if anything they're just getting worse and worse with all the apps Mm -hmm. you see um all this huge um i don't know how to explain it like people getting funny about sex scenes um Mm -hmm. violence how the fact there's no blood in most marvel films even though people are dying um and yeah i don't know if I you've noticed that, that. <laughs> exactly it's fascinating which is exactly the kind of thing that archangel is going on about it's like violence without the reality if that makes sense yes. like shielding people from
1: archangels actually one of those rare ones then that it would have actually performed better i think later so on.
0: also that jodie foster directed it which kind of lends to it being quite severe and intense yeah did did you you like jodie Foster directed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It? um and oh. unfortunately while i love her yeah I think she made it a bit too... And this is a weird thing to say flat Mirror. She made it too dull. Mm. Like, it's a bit... But I get that because it is just meant to be an everyday mother and daughter, but mm-hmm. it kind of went too far in that direction for me personally.
1: Yeah. I also think that... Um it's not quite the same but it's sort of similar to the plot of the entire history of you yeah which obviously i'm sure if you've been paying attention we haven't mentioned yet because it is a little bit it's a little bit higher up so for that reason even though i know they're not the same exactly it was a similar premise and i just think the yeah. entire history of you played with the idea of like monitoring yeah. people's memories a lot better so good <laughs> but i would 100 support If in a new season of Black Mirror, they wanted to revisit this concept. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it could be done a lot better now. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. I think um, another thing with Archangel, which I do actually like is that. It uses some visuals from other episodes, you know, like uh, White Christmas, Entire History You, those kind of things. And at first, I was super against the idea of making like a one set universe. But one thing I enjoyed in that particular era was that you could really see a natural progression of tech. Um, And I thought that was really interesting because obviously we're going through a very rapid progression of certain tech at the minute. So I like that a lot more than I used to.
1: So the next one, well, the last one, actually, in our C tier is Playtest. For me, another one that I didn't actually think I liked, then I watched it again, and I did like it. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Also, did not realise at any point until I the end of the second rewatch that it's Kurt Russell's son, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawns.
0: And as soon as he said that to me the other week, it made so much sense. Here's the I, spit.
1: I was, I was sat there just like... Looks really familiar. Why does he look so familiar? It's like because he has Kurt Russell's face. <laughs> <laughs> the playtest. Yeah, did, you, I, did that one we agreed on.
0: I think it was one we semi agreed on, but you did have a bit higher than me.
1: I don't know if it's just because I watched... This is the other thing. A lot of me bullying Leanna into some of these episodes is because I watched them more recently.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of recency bias, isn't it, I guess?
1: A little bit, yeah. like Some of it's recency bias, some of it I just think I'm right. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Playtest, I don't know. Maybe it is more recency bias. Maybe it's also because I was just blown away who was in it and I didn't (laughs) realise. There are definitely elements of it that are very cheesy. Mm -hmm. Very... Um, badly <coughs> animated. Yeah. Um, but I thought the concept was really interesting. Obviously, it wasn't really particularly in a, in a, innovative, innovative? Mm-hmm. Can't talk
0: innovative,
1: um, innovative. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. The ending was just really fucking sad. I'm a sucker for sad endings.
0: I think the ending was the best bit of the whole game. If I'm going to be a uh, game episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> game. I also
1: just I love you know if you can't guess just me and liana we love like writing Um, yeah and i maybe it was basic i don't know but i loved the fact that like the whole the whole thing throughout the the episode is that like he's avoiding a call from his Mm mum and like it's just it's like oh maybe if he would called his mum then he wouldn't have been in the situation where he needed yeah. money so it wouldn't have happened and then like the final bit is when like she's filling in the form is like did anything did he say anything when he died did anything what happened and it's just said called mum mm.
2: like,
1: that's how it ended I don't know that just that hit me here for some reason and I, it's I just really a
0: such a, it. it's a small thing that goes a long way isn't it
1: Mm -hmm. I also really love stuff that plays on fear. I don't know if that's fucked up, Mm -hmm. but like, and obviously like it played on very generic fears at first. Like, you know, it had like the haunted house Mm -hmm. and, you know, creatures and stuff like that. But then it went into the real fear of because his dad had had Alzheimer's, his fear was that he would... Then develop Alzheimer's, and I was like, oh, "Wow, that's
0: that's dark, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's very dark." And mm. I just thought that was really good. Like, maybe I mm. wish they'd expanded on that a bit more.
0: Is another episode where you can see the potential. I think.
1: Yes, it For definitely sure. sits sits very pretty at C. Sea. C's. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but is obviously like episodes that, like I said, I can't justify putting it in D because it was just it just was not on mm-hmm. the same sub-level as the ones that we put in no i agree it is one of those that like i think i originally had it in b on Mm -hmm. my one um i do think i needed to be talked off a ledge a little bit with it like i (laughs) i think maybe i was a bit too jumping the gun to put it
0: in b i think b was this is kurt russell's son (laughs) (laughs) yeah i literally
1: think that's what it was yeah wow nepotism.
0: Didn't realise how Um, much I loved Kurt Russell until how amazed I was that the
1: best part is it wasn't even until so we did an episode, was it, last year? um mm-hmm. On, like, some the summer of aliens, and I'd watched The Thing for the first time. Yeah, and I'm sure that loved it, many didn't you? People fell in love with Kurt Russell, but obviously, yeah. that film's so fucking old. He's been in stuff since then. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in stuff since then, but I didn't actually know who he was. And then I watched The Thing, which has like become one of my favorite horror films of all yes. time. what a film. Um, so, yeah, I am guess gonna have a, a tiny bit of bias. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. In a, His son's in an episode of
0: Black Mirror.
1: (laughs) But that's it for the tier list now. Now we're really going into the... the About Russell. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think, yeah, like you said, C is kind of that middle ground. It's the episodes where I think, I don't love them, but if someone said they were absolute ass, I would have to kind of be like, but it did have things going for it. You know, the the, the potential tier, you know? So going into the next series B. So we're now in the top half of episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the major thing to point out with... B. so the first one i want to talk about is smithereens don't know it's not like my favorite in the world but i couldn't put it in c um Mm -hmm. i think that's another one you liked a lot more than me but again it's a um it's a character driven thing it's a dialogue driven -driven. episode yes yeah like
1: so again it had andrew scott in it i quite like andrew scott as an actor so that's gonna have a an effect yeah yeah definitely star power works but it was one that, yeah, it was all set in. Um, basically, it was all set in the car.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that because you don't have a lot to play with. So, like the writing has to be really good to hook mm-hmm. you. Maybe some people would argue the writing wasn't good. I would say mm-hmm. you were not. Um, I I did really really like it. It was mm-hmm. also part of the three, the three episodes along with Striking Vipers, and the Ashley Two One. Yeah that I think gets forgotten about a lot because people really like Striking Vipers. They really weren't sure about Ashley too. And then Smithereens just kind of got... It was
0: like that classic middle child episode, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: but I will Mm -hmm. admit Smithereens is another one that I guess doesn't really fit the Black Mirror universe or it's like it's Jeff i think
0: it's because it's a bit more it's less about all oh, this demonic tech and tech that all it's about tech that already exists so in that way yeah. it's similar to shop and dance
1: mm, it's yeah. not
0: as good yeah. <laughs> so. well
1: i will i will definitely say that yeah um i also do think the ending of smithereens was very weak like the fact that he literally crashed a car because he was on his phone obviously that's harrowing yeah but i think there was just so much build-up yeah to it that like like you said it fell time, a bit flat. Yeah, like shut up and dance. There is a lot of build up in shut up and dance, and it pays fucking that, off. <laughs> yeah, Smithereens didn't really have that. It was very consistent. I yeah. think like there was tension in it for sure, but I don't think it was any tension. Yeah. you didn't really see coming. It was
0: it was kind of like a one man show sort of thing, and I think that's why Andrew Scott was brilliant casting. I think if it wasn't for Andrew Scott, this would be in C. Let's be real. Um. Because of his background in like stage acting, he really brought a lot to the episode. And I if I'm gonna be real with you, I think he is the reason. It is Yeah, I
1: no, I will actually say that as well. Yeah. Yeah. He he definitely made the episode because obviously if you'd had somebody who couldn't deliver the character that you needed, it would have been very boring. Yes. And definitely. even though he was fantastic in it, I do understand why this wasn't everybody's cup of tea because it was a very specific kind
0: of yeah. episode. Yeah. It definitely so, feels like one I feel like the Brits would like more purely because of Andrew Scott.
1: Yes, true. <clears> I also feel like, I don't know, like maybe this is controversial. I think sometimes we're a little bit more patient with stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't maybe. think it's
1: necessarily, like, obviously I'm comparing us to say, like, Hollywood here. But I don't think it's even necessarily people's fault when it comes to stuff like that, because it, it depends on kind of the media you're raised on, like mm. nature versus nurture kind of thing. Yeah. Like if you, you know, the, everything that you watch is like super action packed and mm. like just constantly has like stuff driving it forward, mm. I get why slower stuff isn't your thing.
0: No, completely. And- I mean, if you look at the British episodes of Black Mirror, like pre Netflix, they are just a lot slower.
1: Yeah, they really are. And like I said, yeah. I get why people might think that they're boring, but that's well, the kind
0: of... Shit I didn't realise there's a big thing with, like, Americans don't like the Channel 4 episodes that much, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's not the diehard fans. The diehard Black Mirror fans, basically as a rule, love mm-hmm. the Channel 4 episodes. But, like, your casual viewers who are Americans seem to genuinely prefer, like, season three and four to a lot else. I...
1: Had a kind of interesting, just slightly go off on a tangent. Not that we ever do mm-hmm. that. Um, but I had kind of an interesting conversation with an American friend of mine, uh, not that long ago, because I was watching, um, stage with mm-hmm. David Tennant and Michael Sheen, and I was trying to say to her, I was, because she was asking for stuff to watch, and she said, well, "What am I watching at the moment?" I said, "Well, I'm watching this." I was like, "But I don't know." If it's something you would enjoy because it's very British, Mm -hmm. like the humour in it's very British. I'm like, it's not like there's like actual jokes in it. Mm -hmm. It's just the personalities Mm -hmm. and the situations. And I feel like stuff like Smithereens has that in a drama sense. Yes. Like i don't know i I don't know how to say this about sounding really condescending because i don't mean for it to like i like all different kinds of media it's just this kind of stuff really gets me because it like really pulls me in yeah and i guess that that kind of comparison of like there's just no obvious obviousness of genre does that make sense
0: no i I get you you. okay
1: fully trying to say here no
0: i completely get you it's like when you watch a stage show that doesn't really have a genre it's just dialogue yes No, completely. Yeah. I think, um, and the next episode we're going to talk about, I think is quite different in that it has more of a set genre, and that is Locke Henry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Locke Henry has been very interesting, quite Marmite from the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to hear our more in-depth thoughts about it before we dive in, um, obviously you can go to our previous episode, which is about the latest season of Black Mirror. I don't love Locke Henry. I really like it. But the thing is, I like anything that says, fuck, true crime, because I am... Yes. And Sky, similar. We both have quite anti-Netflix true yeah. crime, but like we mentioned in our long Black Mirror's latest season episode, we both felt a bit icky about the fact that Netflix was getting to take its cake and eat it too. It just felt yeah. a bit weird, you know?
1: I think that was it. It was the fact that, yes, we did like it. It was a good episode, but it was kind of like
2: the context yeah, around it, it was
1: it, yeah basically yeah. exactly what you said i don't have much else to say about it like yes the story was good it was yeah. it was intriguing yeah but i feel like netflix was kind of like oh look at us like we do this thing and you like, like we know it, what we like, do
0: and we're getting away with it because we're commenting like, on it oh, mm. yeah,
1: so then like liking it feels wrong yeah <laughs> but, no completely yeah. but no, subjectively taking away everything else It was an entertaining episode.
0: The next episode to talk about is Crocodile. Mm -hmm. I am a big Andrea Reesborough fan, or Andrea Riseborough, however you want to say her name. Obviously, she kind of entered the public consciousness a bit more due to the Oscar nomination. I don't know if you heard about all that, how she was in a really small indie film and she last minute managed to get a nomination for a film that only made like 10K or something. Yeah, it was this whole thing, but anyhow... um, crocodile i feel like is a really good example of how an actor that seems to like just fade into the background for a lot of people is actually brilliant because she is the reason crocodile is good she is a great actress
1: i do agree Mm -hmm. do you actually also think crocodile as a story was really good as well yeah true it is probably one of my favorite black mirror
0: yeah i know he's saying yeah
1: it still is only in our b tier this is what I said I realized the big difference between like ranking and tier list because it is I would say yeah it's probably one of my favorite ones because I think the story is really good the ending is horrific but in like mm. a very in good the best
0: way. way yeah
1: but I couldn't justify maybe putting it in A because it is slightly forgettable and I don't know if that's a game of where it comes in its season where yeah. it comes in the history of Black Mirror but it's I kind think of like a hidden gem.
0: I think that is partly because in the uk we we constantly <laughs> as you're scrolling channels you see lots of scandy thrillers mm-hmm. and because crocodile is framed like a scandy thriller for us that kind of blends into that whereas yeah, like maybe for true. someone who isn't based in like you know northern western europe would find that style a lot more Ooh, mm-hmm. and it would stand out more for them i don't know i've yeah, just i've seen too just... much of that it just
1: goes towards watching maybe just watching black mirror out of order yes really, true very because, true like you'll find these kind of gems that will stick out but yeah crocodile i don't know it just had really it had a really great setup it had a really great build obviously it had a a terrible ending but as in the context was yeah. terrible the, the 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 way it ended what was happened so sad. yeah
0: but the ending was like It was brilliant brilliant. I also felt it was just a bit braver than a lot of Mm -hmm. the episodes around it because like we say the ending is horrific but it's in a good way and like that's something I felt like Netflix era kind of shies away from sometimes is being truly oh my god like if you think about the first ever episode of Black Mirror We'll, We'll get there yeah, no, but that's what I mean. We'll get there, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of all I have to say about Crocodile, really, other than um, that's probably the first one where I think I would say, please go watch it if you haven't already, because yeah. it's worth it.
1: I would also say, if you're a big fan of Shut Up and Dance... And you haven't yeah. seen Crocodile, watch Crocodile, because I do think they have very similar... Not mm. quite the same.
0: It's not, like, a big shock. Exactly. But it's that fear of being watched, isn't it? it and it's, surveillance. It's fear
1: of being watched, but it's even more just, like, the way the ending happens, the cut-off, yeah. the just... It's
0: actually very yeah. true. I've never thought to compare them, but they're more similar than think... you think when you mm. boil That's it down. So
1: cool. Which one came first?
0: Crocodile, I think. I think, I
1: think Crocodile came first. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying that, you know crocodile walk so sharp and dance could run <laughs> like, that's i'm gonna end
0: that one <laughs> so for the next one we're going back towards the early days uh 15 million merits i think a lot of people are gonna be mad about his placement
1: i think so too but
0: it's- i i do think though that comes with part of the you know prayers towards the early seasons mm-hmm. that goes both ways like don't get me wrong you and me are like kind of like insane for the channel four episodes we just are but that doesn't mean they're all unworthy of criticism i think 50 million merits don't get me wrong is brilliant and i love the speech bit and the glass everyone loves that but the visuals never really worked for me like they seem to for other people yeah i think the best way i
1: could describe 50 million merits is messy yes it's not quite especially because again we'll get the this was obviously the second episode of yeah. the entirety of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. It came after the first episode, which mm-hmm. um, you know, not to put a pun in, but shocked the nation. <laughs> um, and 15 million merits like pivoted completely. It was the first season to me very much felt like 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 a show reel. It mm-hmm. to kind of show what Black Mirror could do. Mm-hmm. So it went like, you know, from modern day political to Mm -hmm. jump into this dystopian future to something in
0: in. the middle afterwards yeah
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um so i do i will admit that i think i am very biased about putting this in the b tier because like you said it was the og Mm -hmm. there wasn't as far as i could tell there wasn't really anything at the time out that was Mm -hmm. doing something similar yeah Um, and like you said it did build up to a very it had a very good build-up it all felt very quick but yeah i do forgive it because again it was a new show and yeah exactly you know so yeah i'd be interested to see where like people who haven't watched it from the beginning even especially non-british viewers
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you would put it because i do think for a lot of people it's quite a forgettable episode
0: yeah, they either love it or they just don't even yeah. remember it at all, I feel yeah. like.
1: I think a lot of people actually haven't gone back to watch the OG I
0: agree. Ones. I think um, there's actually quite a lot of American viewers, especially who've just never watched the Channel 4 one, which is just so ridiculous to me, because it means they're actually missing quite a few of the best episodes, let's be real. But sure, um, yeah. yeah, fifty million Merits, what more is there to say, really? Okay. Next is Beyond the Sea, Jumping which is... Though actually now i'm looking at it is the uh, most recent episode to rank high mm-hmm. so I that's like the- you know getting higher into the list that is the most recent one
1: mm-hmm. so i put it i can't remember now you put it in
0: a it... i'm pretty sure
1: i think i might have put it in a i also think i might have put it as number one on my ranking in the previous episode oh
0: Maybe. no you put it you put it in b so it's still in the oh, right
1: okay. But okay, no. But yeah. yeah but, but no. Yeah. yeah, I think I might have said it was my favorite episode, and I know th- I, I'm not alone. Like, yeah, we just said it. it was oh no, a lot of people loved episodes. *Beyond the
0: Sea*. Yeah,
1: I do think it was fantastic. I think it had a perfect combination of star power. I, yeah. I personally, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I personally don't think it was overpowered by the star power. I think it was carried um, by it.
0: I mentioned in our previous episode, I felt it was ever so slightly, but that's more because I've seen more stuff with those actors in. Mm-hmm. Um, remember we were talking about like Aaron Paul. Which I kind of liked. Um, what's his face, Josh, uh, the other actor? Yeah. What's his name? I you know who I Jeff. mean. I what, was what Josh <laughs> it wasn't Josh Grover. Well, oh, I loved him in it because he's one of those <laughs> yeah. people. He was a big name, and it felt very like Tarantino to bring someone mm-hmm. that deserved a bigger career. And he was also in Oppenheimer recently, and I just thought, damn, this guy's actually like quite a good actor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so it felt really, it, it was like vindicating. You know, yes. it was really good to see him in that. And he, he was great. He he was mm-hmm. very good against Aaron Paul. Yeah. I feel like sometimes what happens is they want big names so bad they don't actually cast people that work well together.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: whereas they did. No, so, they did yeah.
1: Sure, yeah. Especially considering that, like, their their scenes together are actually quite short, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see them more individually or obviously Aaron Paul yeah. <laughs> being a mixture of the two of them, um, which was also done very well. Mm-hmm. I, I love that I really again this is maybe this is a really niche thing to really like and stuff but I really like when you have actors playing the character of other actors I, I don't know I just think it's... Like, that's such in. it's so interesting because to me then that really shows like how good an actor is because it's like you're having yeah. to play this character but you're having to play it in a way that you probably wouldn't have played mm-hmm. it because every actor will play a character differently so you have to play it against almost the other actor
0: yeah no completely I I I, um I always think of it as very David Lynch he's got Mm -hmm. a big thing of you know like um duos and Mm -hmm. twins and like that kind of thing which I've always found very cool but yeah I liked that element a lot as well whenever that pops up in any kind of media Mm -hmm. I'm like oh let's go baby (laughs) I love it or when um someone's playing the same character but they're different like Mm. they've changed or something that's always really cool as well
1: subtleties yes yes Yes.
0: anything like that you've got to love it um Mm -hmm. yeah anything else about beyond the sea
1: no, again, if you want more of a breakdown into it, we covered it yep. in a lot more depth in yes. the um, Black Mirror Season 6. And um, that, is the, that is the
0: that's the final uh, name drop of our latest episode. <laughs> There's no uh, more film oh, this yeah. <laughs> If
1: you didn't know, we did a, a review and ranking of the latest yeah, you might
2: season have of heard.
1: Black Mirror. Um, <laughs> go watch it. But <laughs> that is also the last um, episode we have in our B tier. So it is time to move on to our Do-
0: This is where it starts getting quite yummy. I would say, mm-hmm. and this is where we didn't really disagree anymore, like maybe ever so slightly, but we kind of were like, yeah, mm-hmm. while writing this. Um, so the first one is uh, USS Callister, which is funny because part of me wants to hate it because it's so American. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I like when I was remembering it, I was like, "Oh no, it's probably not. This, this is not that good." And um, then is I rewatched shit. it, and I was just like glued. I was watching it whilst I was cooking dinner, and I think yeah. I burnt my dinner or something because I was like glued to the screen. The
0: thing <laughs> is, don't get me wrong. There are some bits which I find far too American and cringy, but there are other elements I love. Like I'm sorry, Jesse Plemons is such an incredible actor. Like mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about playing a character in different ways. The way he yeah. goes between being this meek guy and then like. Sorry, no one else could have acted that. And then dude who was in um, Westworld and is always sunny, is so good as the dickhead Mm -hmm. partner at the business. And then girly from How I Got Your Mother. Like, usually I would be really against this, but it works really, really well in this episode. And the fact that they lent into Star Trek visuals, I was like, that's really cool. Rather than like Star Wars, which is, I don't know, Star Trek to me just feels so much more, authentic nerd mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: yes not to like create a huge you know war now no cool. No, i completely agree especially like because mm-hmm. like, like say when you think to get stereotypical but like you mm-hmm. think of like a classic nerd it's like star trek is what comes exactly in. yeah no i completely agree i mm-hmm. also feel like upon my second watching it was it really it's <laughs> gonna sound like a really weird way to phrase it but it really spoke to me as a woman like that whole idea of like interacting with yeah. the nice guy in the yeah. office that nobody, no completely yeah that, you know everybody's you know shits on so like you're just you're not even like overtly nice you're just yeah. a decent human being yeah. and like for that reason you now owe them something yeah. and like you said I, I think it was just played so well how mm-hmm. like it yeah it's that whole idea of like somebody I mean yeah I do think the people in the office were dickheads yeah but it's sometimes like they didn't oh, deserve maybe, it yeah yeah I was like m- maybe people don't like you
0: not because of you maybe they don't like you because you have actively done things yes. that make yes. them uncomfortable completely and I just I yeah. it was such an interesting commentary on like incel culture mm-hmm. like basically what you're getting at but like it's just oh, I it was so good like it was before it was you know i was saying about how it feels like netflix is kind of getting a bit shy from going towards like the like there's that bit in uss callister where you see him chuck the guy's son into space oh fucking hell so much like that is got so dark yeah like Like, it's funny but then it has that because (laughs) it it has
1: the background of like star trek yes don't really expect it to get that dark and yeah that's what i enjoyed
0: about it you have such highs and such like you
1: know what i mean and then even the ending of him getting trapped in the game is terrifying yes
0: i found the the end quite cheesy but in a way because of what they've been through it feels Mm -hmm. very earned so you can't exactly be like mad about it
1: yeah oh yeah i will admit the whole thing of them surviving anyway was a little bit cheesy but Mm -hmm. like you said i feel like these characters had just been through so much horrible stuff it was like yeah Yeah. okay you can have that i also think at least what you said for british viewers might be like a give it another chance
2: yeah
0: completely for sure i um i think it's the kind of one that's good to watch with your mates if you're going to watch any black mirror episodes with your friends i reckon that's probably one of them the national anthem is next
1: Do you know what I absolutely love about the Black Mirror fandom is that no matter how you feel about the show or in the individual episodes, everybody's like, don't watch the first episode.
0: I don't get why people say that, though, because I think it's fucking fantastic. That's
1: why it's even funnier, though. I mean, people obviously say it because of the context of it. If you've not watched it and you don't know what we're talking Mm -hmm. about, then go watch it
0: yeah the thing is about like national anthem is it's just gone better and better with age because Mm. look at the prime ministers we've had in the uk over the last like what 15 years 10 to 15 years since black mirror started it's it's just more poignant like i'm sorry if theresa may or any of them lot like boris johnson if any of them were put in that situation the same thing would happen Mm. and that was such a good episode because the tech was real similar to some of the other best episodes like we said like shut up and dance and stuff Mm -hmm. like that is you know it's it was set in the real world and that's why season one was great because it starts with something that isn't out there Mm -hmm. then you get 15 million merits and then you get the entire history of you it's just Mm -hmm. it's beautiful it's so good
1: whilst it definitely belongs in the a tier i do think national anthem also has the advantage of being the first ever episode of Black
0: Mirror, it mm-hmm. set the tone. But it was such a brave idea to put that oh, yeah. first. Like you have to really genuinely admire Charlie Brecker for that. Mm. And even channel four to an extent, like they wouldn't do it today. They wouldn't. But this channel is just 4, what I was thinking. Mm, channel four used to be, I don't know if you like have ever read about this, but I thought it was fascinating. Channel four, the whole point of that channel was to be a major channel that pushed boundaries that like BBC wouldn't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've always thought that was fascinating because they really did do that and then they just like like if you think about E4 as well like Misfits stuff like you don't get that anymore and that's why I love the National Anthem because not just because of the content but the context of when it came out as well really leans into the love for it
1: parody the government enough anymore no (laughs) people just don't want to get off their ass and parody the government it's just (laughs) no but it's true it's it's something that like 100% would not be made
0: today no completely to be so critical of the government as well like Not just, oh, look, they're so funny. Like, the way that he at first does want to fake it was so, oh, like, he doesn't even want it. it was so clever. No, it was
1: so clever as well, because they basically, like, like, these are the things that stick in my head, but, like, how he was going to fake it. And then people were more angry with him because he was going to fake it than if he had just said, no, I'm not going to do it. And that was really interesting. I also feel like a lot of the reason this episode wouldn't fly today is because now people just they don't hide and they shouldn't but they don't hide their like political views and criticisms behind parodies anymore like mm. you know because of social media people are just very out there and yeah, they're like you know true. big like big name actors are just like I don't agree with this or I agree with this or I'm this or that whereas back then
0: it,
2: mm, just it was more of a statement it,
1: it was definitely more of a statement, and like yeah. the only way you could kind of get away with doing that as a creator is if you hid it behind the veil mm. of some kind of creation. Yeah. Because even though the points and the views that you were making were more than likely going to reflect your own, you hid it behind fiction. Whereas yeah. now it's more like you can't really make satire or parody out of it because people are just like, well, yeah, yeah,
0: you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I also really love about that episode is no one comes out of it looking good. Um, And that's something I think is kind of like, yeah, about later episodes. I know we were just going on about how good USS Callister is, but say, for example, that's much more black and white. Who's a good person and who's not? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there are some gray characters, but still. And like what I love about National Anthem is you want him to do it because you're like, Mm -hmm. fuck the government. Mm -hmm. But then you're complicit in his you know, like he, he loses his marriage, doesn't he? You see, yeah. which I actually found really heartbreaking, genuinely.
1: No, well, well, that's literally how it ends, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. He, like the media shows how he's recovered from it and he's bounced back, and then yeah. like behind closed doors, yeah. It's just, of course, it would
0: fucking no, completely. Around. And I love that bit where you see the audiences all watching mm-hmm. the screen, and mm-hmm. they just and for that look reason, disgusted. Nobody
1: sees when the girl then she's released. released exactly, and it's like. Yeah. yeah. Like, even though it, it definitely said, has the advantage of being the first episode, there is a reason that people are like so ooh, about it. Oh, but it's just,
0: brilliant. Yeah.
1: Like, the, obviously, the context of it is horrific. Yeah. There are other episodes that have mm. had horrific content that people are like, oh, no, you should watch. But there's just something about National Anthem. It's
0: such fantastic writing, isn't it? It's it is, so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But anyway to stop going on about national yeah it's like a total day uh <laughs> yeah. next is nosedive
1: i can't remember which one nosedive
0: is right um on. the social media one oh yes, yes. the ratings yes. so What's funny about Nosedive is I love it and I hate it. So the things that everyone goes on about loving, like the talking to the friend on the phone and all, those aren't my favourite bits. My favourite bit is like when she's talking to the woman in the truck and she can't believe that she's off the system because that is real. You know, when you talk to someone and they're like, I don't have Facebook, I don't have Instagram, you don't have Twitter. We have the same reaction. Yeah, no, no. You don't have any social media. Like It seems so silly when you're watching the episode, but that is how people are, which is interesting to me.
1: Honestly, this is like, even become more poignant from recently because, like, I'm really having moments of, like, just having a huge purge. It's like, I can't, I don't want to have social media anymore. I know what you mean. But then, like, it's difficult because, like, my job requires me to have yes. social media. This podcast requires me to have social media. And yeah. when you connect with the right people, there are aspects that I love. I completely agree. But then it's like, we talk about constantly of that whole idea of being perceived yes like it's it's a, when you think about it too much yeah it's, it's very feels like
0: you're daunting. on stage yeah
1: it it does and it's like but this is like the you know the generation see actually our generation is interesting because i don't think we were raised on social media we like, we had really a bit
0: raised. of a, we had a childhood without social
1: media it, yeah we were at that really weird bit of like you know it was coming into fruition mm. at the time. But so, we literally started
0: secondary school the year that Twitter launched.
1: There you go. You so it's like it's. I feel like we have a very strange relationship with social media yes. because it's like, whilst obviously I'm sure people younger than us can feel the same way, social media's always been a thing for them. Like mm-hmm. it is very normalised. Whereas, like I said, I still and I know you still have moments of this is really fucking weird why like why you post every moment of your life Mm why am i like
0: why have i not noticed a lot of people our age and for listeners and viewers if you're not aware me and sky both in our Mm mid-20s i've noticed a lot of people our age are starting to like kind of jump ship a bit they're not necessarily deleting their accounts but they're not active like they used to be um older people are active younger people are active but because we were in that weird middle ground Mm -hmm. i think anyone from the ages of like 23 to 27 28 is kind of has this weird relationship with social media, like you said, where it came at a very unique time for us.
1: Unique. And I think, like you just said, pointing out Twitter getting launched when we were in secondary school, it came out at a time when we're already dealing with shit anyway. Like literally when your your mind because people talk about that a lot with social media they talk about how like it's very bad for a young mind but i think for us it was almost kind of worse because it's
0: like it was so new well i mean not to get super dark with it but this kind of ties into like the hate in the nation episode Mm -hmm. when we were in secondary school things happened like when that girl got bullied so much on that anonymous site Mm -hmm. that she unfortunately did something you can't come back from let's put it like that Mm -hmm. um And don't get me wrong, you hear about things today, but it it was like an epidemic when we were teenagers. Um, There is, don't get me wrong, it's still fucked up, but there is more awareness now and safeguarding. Like, I think a lot more young people now, don't get me wrong, bullying online is as rampant as it's ever been, but I think a lot more people are all... Um, are aware of how to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, and
2: to,
1: I think as yeah. well. Like we spoke about this kind of briefly in our four pillars of fandom episode, mm-hmm. but it's how like when we were growing up, finding a community on online was like very niche and very hard yes. to do because nobody everyone was under an alias you yeah know, nobody wanted to be honest about the stuff that they liked or stuff you know.
0: yeah no one used their name everyone, yeah
1: exactly because people didn't want to get bullied whereas yeah. now it's like like you said obviously it does still happen but a lot of the time if you've found your community online that community will come and back you up and they'll be like like it's almost like now everyone's laughing at the bullies
0: because it's like that's so fucking lame like why yeah it used to be in our day the bullies were the majority and now it's like trolls don't get me wrong they have yeah. that area but like they will get trolled back if that makes sense
1: yeah or if If they they are doing it people are like well you're just pathetic
0: yeah but then also there is a lot more general meanness on the internet now mm -hmm. so someone will just if someone makes a point someone doesn't like they'll quote it saying well you're fat and ugly and people find it funny and I've never understood that that didn't happen I will say I feel like the bad stuff has evolved since Mm -hmm. we were young it's it's this whole thing, but that's why I found Nosedive interesting. Nosedive was particularly interesting because it was like social media, not from a teenager's point of view where it's just fun. It was from an adult's point of view. So you're looking at things like not just, oh, I like her dress or that she's slim. It's. Oh, she's married. Oh, she's got a good job. All those this things, it.
1: and it mm-hmm. also really points into, like you said, us being in our mid twenties. It's yeah. like now everything that we posted, because a lot of people' experiences when they were younger is haunting them. Because mm. what what do jobs do? They'll find they'll find you on social media. They'll look at this, and it's not even like oh, you posted anything that was like, um, like what am I looking for? bad, but, yeah, yeah. But it's just like oh, you posted a bit of a messy picture when you went out drinking. Mm. Don't want you to work here. Feel like the younger generation, consciously or not, are just more aware of that. And like they do, again, this kind of goes into the fact that there is still a lot of like people not being genuine. Like Mm -hmm. they're still putting their best social media foot forward. Completely. So they're not sharing stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't share stuff like that anyway, just for your own sanity. Because it's Mm -hmm. like having, it's like hangover anxiety the next day. It's like, oh, what did I post? Whereas people. I don't know, it's it's very weird now because it's almost like, yes, everyone films everyone and everything gets published, but at the same time there are people who are like, we'll call you out if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, really a part of the internet you're on and what app you're on as well.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point actually. And I think for all those reasons, Nosedive... I feel like nosedive is unfortunately one that isn't as interesting now. It's still a very good episode, mm-hmm. but we've kind of evolved from that side of social media. Like, don't get me wrong, people yeah. still compare themselves, mm-hmm. but people have a little bit more awareness of like just unfollow someone. Yeah, you we'll know, influencer we'll era is kind of fading out a bit. It's more about little, the everyday yeah. person now with the rise of TikTok. Yeah. So I think that one's kind of yeah.
1: A bit, I do think nosedive know? though, and the reason we put it in the a. The A part Mm -hmm. tier list is because it is one that is always going to be relevant. Even if social media all blacks out one day, people are going to look back on what it was. So I do think Nosedive hit a really good middle ground of, like you Mm -hmm. said, it's not for teenagers, Mm -hmm. but it shows maybe teenagers the future they could be heading towards. Yeah. Everybody does become really obsessed with numbers and followers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's very poignant for people our age because we're currently living that. Mm -hmm. And people older. I'm not so sure because they might find it interesting to just see what they missed. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, our age, our generation, a little bit older and younger, it kind of hits something for each one.
0: So next in the A-list is Be Right Back, which is one of my absolute favourites. Like Sky said earlier, sometimes your personal ranking and tier can be slightly different Mm. um be right back is actually quite high for me in my own personal list but um in the join list i think it got a little bit lower maybe i'm not entirely sure but be right back is it's beautiful i love it it's heartbreaking in the best way it's so
1: heartbreaking Mm -hmm. like obviously the only way it could go higher is s and it's just to be fair there are a few episodes This is going to sound like a really stupid thing to say, but like if there were less letters in the alphabet, there are a few episodes that definitely probably could have fit into S list because they're just, they are just really good and unique. Mm -hmm. But We had to be careful, so yes. I feel like a lot of a few of the A ones maybe could have gone up a tiny bit. Yeah, be right back's definitely one of them, but yeah, it is just so fucking heartbreaking in like yeah. the best way, and
0: also two brilliant performances as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, very nuanced. It's yes. again, it's not like anything super big, flashy happens, like you don't see the crash happen or yeah.
2: anything,
1: it, which is even more heartbreaking because we all know what's happened. It's like, I mean, let's be honest, who hasn't? At, you know sat at home when a loved one has been out and you've not heard from them for hours and like yeah, that's yeah. obviously your worst thought is the police turning up and that scene where the police turn up at her house and she knows even say anything yeah. she just walks back into the house sobbing because yeah you, yeah. you know it's, like your worst it's just
0: heartbreaking thought. and i think what's so good about that episode as well is it's not just about one thing you know it's about grief and technology which the best episodes blend things don't they like um you know obviously you've got the grief of her losing her partner her finding out she's pregnant is brutal yeah. and then also the whole idea of no one actually knowing who someone genuinely is through their social media and it's just so sad like and the whole time all you can think is you can't even blame her for doing it
1: no of course not like mm. it's that whole idea of everybody grieves differently because, like, you know, the people around her who, like, start to suspect that something's going on, like, the only people that would understand are obviously people that have gone through it themselves, and that's Mm. just the truth when it comes to grief. Like, nobody will ever understand on an intimate level, but if you've never experienced that particular kind of trauma, then you're not really in a position to judge how people handle it.
0: Yeah, completely. That's
1: very much what Be Right Back is. Be Right Back also really hits still today because i think of the conversation going on around ai and the fact that like you just said the technology in the episode couldn't completely encapsulate or actually even come close Mm -hmm. to the guy himself because you know we're not everyone's not who they say they are exactly Mm -hmm. on social media everyone puts forward some kind of persona to you know most people don't put their whole lives online so like how can you learn and that's kind of the hog.
0: Well, oh, like that AI bit AI where right she now. says something about how he's missing like a birthmark or a mole or something, because in any photos you wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's oh there's my intimate God.
1: intimate details. And yeah, not to get too much into it, but it really just struck a chord watching it now with the whole conversation going on with AI about how like people that are using it to completely replace yeah.
0: relationships. Yeah.
1: Or like relate really, or stuff like that in, yeah. in any capacity. It's like obviously this episode is why it's yeah. never going yeah. to work because there are parts of being human that nobody is ever going to understand yeah, completely no matter if you know you believe in science or religion or what, whatever your belief or faith that you follow nobody's ever going to fully understand
0: mm-hmm.
1: being human
0: and i also think this episode hits a lot harder when you start to get older and you're in your own long-term serious loving relationship because Don't get me wrong, everyone knows what it's like to miss people or to grieve. Like sadly, most people know how that feels. But like, yeah, when you just have like spent an extended period of your life with someone and can't imagine life without them, the watching that episode just feels so much Mm -hmm. more heartbreaking. Especially the little intimate details moments, you know.
1: It also I think really highlights one of one of the worst things about losing somebody. And I think it's a bit a lot of people forget about. It's like The initial loss is horrible and heartbreaking and if you are fortunate you'll have people around you that will support you but the real hard-hitting part of it comes afterwards where everybody starts to move on Mm. you can't move on people don't understand why you can't move on you don't understand how they could move on and it's Mm. like but then you feel it really is like a physical manifestation being trapped by your own grief because (laughs) you know she gets technically what she wants mm. but she doesn't want it anymore mm-hmm. because she's all he is as a reminder is that he's not actually really yeah. there anymore
0: That's so why that scream is just so heartbreaking isn't it that moment's so good
1: it is another one where i kind of wish they'd ended it a little bit sooner
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, you know the whole ending with him in the attic
0: i think they should have ended it with her scream honestly i think
1: so too i yeah. think the ending with him in the attic was like a I don't really get why that was included. I don't know mm. if that was just because you know at one point in history people and to an extent still are today obsessed with everything having an ending,
2: mm-hmm. like
1: they had to know. I don't think that added like it obviously still made it quite sad and it yeah. really made it obvious that she was being trapped by her grief. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was needed. No, so maybe they cut that bit off. Maybe then I could have moved it up.
2: Yeah, that's healthcare. actually a very I good point. Yeah, maybe
1: that's what holds it back. <laughs> Absolutely. But... No, Be Right Back is a classic Black Mirror episode because it's also part of the first season. And yes. it's just, it's it's
0: real good. It's, it's good beautiful. One. The final episode in the A tier is Black Museum. And this one's really interesting because I think some people would call it S tier, but I think there are just some corny parts that stop that for me. I don't know about you.
1: I think, again, it's because it is... Almost a very similar structure to another one that we have in S tier, yes.
0: Um, which know, does it better, unfortunately, it does do
1: it better. So, I don't know if it's like the Americanization of it. I hate that point. we always bring it back to that because I do appreciate like Charlie Brooker is still involved in. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, no, 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 completely. You know, um, it's not as binary as oh because it was Americanized, mm-hmm. but like there is an Americanness to it. Yeah, I especially
0: think lots later viewers, on
1: as British viewers, but also long time watchers of Black Mirror as well. Like it kind mm-hmm. of lost one of the reasons I think I liked Black Museum so much is because it very much felt like a lot of bang for your buck. Like, yeah, I like stuff that has mini, like mini segments in it yes, because I yeah, feel yeah. like
2: like a clip you know, show
1: yeah pretty much and it's like sh- a lot of the time short stories I really enjoy them because I don't know as I get older or like
2: <laughs> my
1: ADHD gets worse I don't know what it is my attention span yeah it's just not what it used to be this is why if I don't fixate on something I cannot concentrate on it I'm sure a but lot of people relate
0: I um, also think there is something to be said for when something's short it kind of has to be like mm, more oh, you know for, oh for sure definitely <laughs> Um, but that's why I think I did really like Black Museum
1: and mm. other than the fact I thought the mini episodes and then the whole overarching story was really good mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just enjoyable to watch because I only had to
0: focus for so yeah. long <laughs> I mostly love Black Museum for one there's two storylines in it I love uh one is the um the dad um that was heartbreaking I thought that Mm -hmm. was brilliant on a lot of levels but the one I really loved was the doctor because that was just like like body horror I loved that like him like cutting off pieces of himself to get off Mm -hmm. I was like I mean loving like Cronenberg and stuff like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's just something about that which is like that like that line between like sex and violence is just mm-hmm. so good. And I feel like Black Mu- Black Mirror doesn't really do that often, which it mm-hmm. could do. When you think about it, like the way that tech is going to start playing more and more into sexual gratification, like look at sex robots and AI bots and all these things. Like I'm surprised we're not seeing more of that in Black Mirror. Maybe we will in another season or two.
1: Possibly part of the reason we're not is because, I feel like it might pigeonhole it into that yeah, genre. True. Um, well, actually, just like, I don't think it will, but I feel like maybe they think it could True. if they focus too much. Because I will admit, whether you love the episodes or hate them, wherever they fall, there is a lot of variety in Black Mirror, both <laughs> good and bad. But I do agree. I am surprised they haven't done a little bit more.
0: Surely that. they will. Just one um, episode, you know. You
1: know, the mini story I actually really liked, and it was the one with the bear. Really? And the mum, was it the mum that got put yes, in the bear? yeah. I thought that was really interesting because, again, mm-hmm. it was another example of, like, not letting go in your grief and how it yeah. can destroy you and your future relationships. And also it was just that I'm trapped. is fucking terrifying.
0: Yeah. Well, it was similar to a bit in White Christmas in that way, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, yeah, Black Black Museum's good. Um, yeah. I found the guy in it's cr- perfect level of creepiness. Yeah. Which was sure. good. I
1: also think it's a good one to rewatch because, obviously... When you know the like the ending of it, you rewatch. You see it how it ties, yeah. How it ties, but also yeah. you see the curator of the museum, how like mm. he's reacting yeah. to like obviously the drink she gave him mm-hmm. and things, you know, like, like yeah.
0: Like, and like, I, it really was I also well. think like it's um, another example of how it's cool to see the continuation of the tech in the show, mm-hmm. which of course White Christmas did as well. I don't know. Call this a hunch, but I feel like they're going to do another one like this, maybe in the it, next season.
1: I, yeah. Whilst, if you can't already guess, the episode obviously we're comparing it to is White Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Whilst I do think it was not as good as White Christmas i would be interested to see them try it again yeah in me too situation
0: i'd respect doing... another attempt for sure yeah
1: it worked it, yeah. well. it just worked well
0: that was good. the eight <laughs> here
1: that is the eight here we're now in the final moments um don't know how long this episode has been for you guys um it's been a while for us we're enjoying we're, it <laughs> we're about
0: what are we an hour and a half
1: <laughs> yeah something like that hopefully the episode won't won't be that long um liana's magical editing skills but to try not to linger a little too much, but there's a couple of these we might zoom past. So the the first one in our S tier is the entire history of you, which we've mentioned a couple of times mm-hmm. leading up to this tier. Yes.
0: I just think this is a beautiful episode in like a really horrid way. Um, just how much he loves his partner. And obviously he portrays that and, you know, he exhibits that in the complete wrong way. But I just relate to that episode so much, having been in, you know, having been in relationships like that and being human and just having that hunch you know people always say trust your hunch you know uh, social media really lends itself to like becoming obsessed with a partner's life and you just become almost this person who you don't even recognize and it's just so sad and it's it all stems from his love for his wife and his family but also partly his ego and it's just it's such a brilliant episode in that it's, it's this brilliant balance between futuristic tech but very modern feelings. Yes. I just, sure. I love it so much. For
1: me, it was the, like, the trope I really like is the unreliable narrator. Yes. And it's like, um, I could be wrong, but I think it might have been one of Sharon Osbourne's autobiographies. It's a bit my mom quotes all the time because she mm. loves it. But basically, the, like, forward of the autobiography is something along the lines of, these are the events that happened, according to like my memory of them.
2: Oh, so I it's love that, that whole
1: idea of like the way that you remember stuff is not always going to be accurate. Like mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much everybody's memory is inaccurate to an extent. Yeah, yeah so of course. You live in a world where you can be having an argument with someone. And go, oh, actually, is that such a good thing? No,
0: because yeah, it's, it's
1: so prof- You know, puts forward the answer is no,
0: <laughs> and it, it asks that question, doesn't it? Like, is ignorance bliss? And yes just yeah. all these sad sad questions you know and it also asks a lot about like relationships as well I guess like mm-hmm. do you tell the truth all the time or is it better to not know the truth sometimes and yeah. I don't know it's just so heartbreaking because look how miserable he is in the end like it's just so sad,
1: so sad but such a good episode yes um, which again we could talk about for ages
0: but... I mean it's basically most of S tier are um br- sad but brilliant yeah. because yeah. I mean next is one that is universally acclaimed, and yep. that is White Bear. Yep.
1: <laughs> one of those ones, like I said, not everything has to have a shock twist, but when it does,
0: when it does. I mean, I know a lot of people find the twist silly, and don't get me wrong, I get that, mm-hmm. but the idea of her being punished again and again and again is, like, mm-hmm. especially in the UK, I feel like it's a very real thing. Like, oh, yeah. in the UK, we have this certain uh, treatment of... Big time criminals, right? Mm-hmm. In the US, it's kind of like you get a true crime documentary, you know. Whereas in the UK, it's more kind of like everyone's heard of them, but it's not like they've had this big doc. It's like you get all those dodgy books and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone knows the Moors murderers, and everyone knows this person and this person. And I've always found that really interesting, like the way we treat serial killers as opposed to Americans. Like, you know, you see like in America, there's almost like this like idolization of killers mm-hmm. in the uk it's very much like screw them kill them duh, duh, duh. like mm-hmm. it's it's like a, a witch hunt mentality isn't it here and um i think white bear got that perfectly which is I partly due to it being a channel yeah. four episode but and it's then it, so good yes.
1: and then you know it also had like there's there's nothing like worse than being betrayed like especially by a TV show. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're you're built up to care about this person. You know, like I said, it's not the only episode that does this, but mm-hmm. you're built up to care about this person. So when it happens, you're like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for them. I shouldn't, but now I can't help it. And it really just shows how, like, fucking fucked up and complex human emotions mm-hmm. are. And I think, like I said, it's so interesting how you bring up like the UK's treatment of serial killers and the US's treatment of serial killers. I feel like the US's uh, version is like very much more detached. Yeah. Like that's why the idolization comes into it because yeah. it's like, I really feel like the media over there just does not treat them
0: like they're people. They treat well, it treats them, them like... more like entertainment or characters they almost. They yeah. also
1: treat them as if evil is the root cause of everything, yeah. which we know is not true. Yeah. And in the UK, we have a much more, I guess, like say, intimate approach of you don't want to believe. That somebody could could do that, and like I said, it's very hard when you say have an episode like this where you've seen the torment that she's been Mm -hmm. through, and then you find out what she did, and it's like she did a horrible, horrible thing. But it's like, Mm -hmm. but now she because she doesn't remember it it makes you think about the whole again like nature versus nurture argument of like maybe if that person had a well i guess to me
0: one of the big differences is that in the us it seems like people just don't talk about the victims whereas in the uk we really talk about victims mm-hmm. um and that's where the anger comes from so much isn't it is and i, that's I think that's my good. in particular in white bear it's a couple and a child as a victim mm-hmm. because we have stories like that in the uk mm-hmm. and it drives people fucking bonkers and I know it's happened in the US, but I just, those don't feel like the ones that get famous
2: in no, the US. You, know what?
1: you are right. Not to, like I said, name any names of cases because, you know, I, I don't want to like mm. trigger anyone or anything because they are really harrow- harrowing. But like there are certain ones when you think of like killing mm. and stuff that have happened here, they they do tend to be named after the most prolific victim yeah, as opposed to the killer. Whereas yeah. in the US, yeah. like again, I guess it's, well it's just the media isn't it different that's media very, isn't that it? is very true and i guess that's why something like white bear did only work when it came out by the production company that produced it mm-hmm. very much a sign of the times but it's a very good episode very intimately british
0: that episode i would say
1: moving on to something mm. so far away from white Bear <laughs> in every aspect is sanjin Pro
0: what a beautiful episode One of the best episodes ever the people it goes that... against
1: everything <laughs> that we've been talking about <laughs> that makes a Black like, Mirror
0: upside. The people that say, like, oh, I don't like it because it's happy, it's like, no, actually, sometimes that's, like, a really nice break mm-hmm. from all the sadness. Because the thing is, the concept is still so fucked, mm-hmm. but they managed to find, like, the beauty and the happiness and the love within that concept.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, oh, it's just so lovely. I also
1: just say that, like I said, the writing, like you said, is so beautiful and the characters are so well fleshed out mm-hmm. that, I forgive everything that I almost demonize other episodes for. So like, yeah. does it fit into the concept of black mirror? It does, but not as much as some of the episodes that we've actually put lower down. Yeah. Um, It's also super Americanized, but it is like, and for once I'm not even going to put it down to the queer agenda coming out again, because yeah, obviously I fucking love the queer representation mm-hmm. in it. I, I love that, but I do just think it just, it just worked as a beautiful story anyway. Yeah. Like, it was such a palette refresher, I yeah, think, in that season. Completely. Like, it popped out of nowhere, and I was, yeah. like, just left sobbing. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to watch this again and, and also,
0: again. Also, even if we're not even talking about Black Mirror, we're not talking about, like, the episode, oh, my God, the music is... Mm-hmm. And that's not something you think of when you think Black Mirror. But yeah. the score for that episode is beautiful. It's, it's been on my writing playlist ever since, you know? It, no, well, yes, it, it, that is it, so it. true. It yeah. feels the most like a short film. Mm-hmm. That and Beyond the Sea.
1: Yes, yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. So, again, San mm. Junipero, this is one that genuinely, if anybody was interested in us doing more of a fleshed-out episode on to pick mm. a part, I would, or, or a mini-sode, I would do it, because I yeah. just think it is... Not just one of the best episodes of Black Mirror. I do actually think it's one of the blast, one of the best episodes of television. Yeah, I like it. Does it does just stick with me, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll die on that hill.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll put it this way: like, so my boyfriend he he's obsessed with sci-fi and like scary sci-fi, horror, dystopian sci-fi, right? And he loves Black Mirror, but his favorite episode is sandra Deparo after one watch he was like that's yeah. my favorite <laughs> and so i just you know it's it's unexpected and it just shows that the execution was just perfect mm. absolutely perfect like if they did anything else sl- any part of it slightly different it might not work oh, yeah but it it did.
1: stitched together so beautifully yes. like i really can't floor it it's one of the ones I, I i can't floor
0: so this next one is definitely my second place episode and that is mm. shut up and dance what a fucking episode of television
1: i yeah It's one of those ones I've only watched once. I don't think I'll ever watch it again because Mm -hmm. it is very upsetting. I also don't think, it obviously, it has the impact watching it so much the second time around, obviously.
0: You say that, Mm. it has an impact in a different way. Because even just in the beginning when he closes his laptop and he freaks out, knowing... Just oh, and the way he—you know—when he pisses himself, mm -hmm. when he's in the bank, and things like that, you're just like they were so clever in getting you to empathise with him. Yeah, the actor they chose as well. Oh my god, Babyface was important, very important. Also, in watching it again is brilliant because if you think about moments like um, when his sister takes his laptop and he freaks out, and he puts a lock on his door and things, and it all just oh, it just it is so disgusting Mm -hmm. watching it with someone else was so I want to say it was entertaining but it wasn't it was just Mm -hmm. sad like so I was watching it with my boyfriend and I was sending sky videos of his reaction I was filming him secretly and he just turns to me and he was
2: like yes He just
0: silent it Mm -hmm. took but the thing is it took him a minute to, because your mind automatically goes to that really dark place. you don't want to think that no, you're of right course
1: not yeah
0: oh, it's horrible. it's so horrible. But the thing that really got me is you know when he has to fight that guy
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the little hilly area. Mm-hmm. So Dan didn't that's my boyfriend. He didn't clock straight away that he killed the guy because you're empathizing with the kids so much. Oh. I think a lot of people probably don't clock that at first. Because I clocked it straight away, no, and I imagine no, you no. did as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he didn't. He was like, no, he didn't. That's so dark. And I was like, yeah, no, he did. That's why he's covered in blood. And the guy was doing the exact same thing that Kenny was. Mm-hmm. And Dan was like, how do you know? I'm like, because if you watch it back, you he says something like, they you too, something huh?
2: Very...
1: Yeah. yeah and it's like very oh
2: that's it
1: as well it's it's never explicitly set but it's it's obviously
0: oh it's horrific his mum on the phone his
1: not on the phone and also this is actually another one where i would say music that radiohead song at the end what perfect use of and then the flashing of the lights of the on his face
2: involved.
1: and
0: it's just it's just so heavy like if there was anything in my life I could erase from my brain and watch again. I know people name so many different films and everything. It's not even a question for me. It is Shut Up and Dance. Like, that is the I... most...
2: Oh.
1: I could be totally wrong because I know we said that White Bear had a similar-ish concept, but I've actually never seen anything like that where you are put in a position to sympathise with someone like that prior to knowing what they did. Um, because I feel like cause obviously there there have been like certain books or shows or stuff released where you've mm. had a character like that who you know who they are, and then mm. they go through aspects to humanize them. True, true. Um, but this is the first time I've seen it where you are see you see them as a human before anything else. And I think like I said, that's mm. even harder. Yeah. Because even if you do sympathize with somebody after the fact, it's like y- you know, you're always like, like horrible person, terrible person. But then it's like, then you have to question similar to white bear it's like but i felt really bad for this person but then
0: it, you feel disgusting for still feeling a bit bad for them because like after yeah, shut up and dance i'm like why am i feeling bad for him he's know, vile it really just shows a like
1: it was just a really good example of how media manipulates us yeah and like how when stuff is staged and again how fucked mm. up human emotions yeah. are because you're right you you feel that episode like it's kind of almost similar to like what we talked about in um when we talked about Lady Vengeance, like, ages mm. ago, about how you almost feel complicit yes. because you had sympathy for, like, in the, the case of this episode, you had sympathy for this character that you doesn't just go away. It yeah. doesn't just disappear at the end no, of completely. the episode. Like, it fades very slowly, but yeah. you're, you just feel so fucking empty.
0: Honestly, you feel so vile and dirty as well. It's so rank. I um, One thing I do love, love, love about that episode is all the tech is real
1: yeah it literally could happen today oh literally, yeah there's
0: no like futurism in it it's all happening oh, it's horrible now. and the, the cast is so good like yeah. Ron in game of thrones is such a likable funny guy and they cast yeah. him in that role but the thing yeah. is it was brilliant because he's still sleazy in game of thrones yeah but it balances and in this like the way he's forcing this kid to do these horrible things and it's just it's horrid and um i love when you see that um i know we said we worried about the twist but when you realize that they've gone through all this and they still reveal the information yeah. i was like mm-hmm. like when the it's wife gets sent all the messages yeah. and stuff
1: that was really good that you watch and it's like i understand why black mirror fans love it i understand why black mirror non fans hate never want to watch black mirror because it's like why do you want to watch something that makes you feel that horrible no i, I know i don't know why but it was <laughs> the writing was just so good because it really Drew you in, made you believe, and then it had. And there's no like horrific, and it's not like you know these big CGI moments or anything. It's just brilliant writing. Yeah, amazing writing.
0: If I could, if I could ever write anything, even a fraction as good as that, Mm. I'll feel fulfilled. (laughs) But But, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Anyhow, (laughs) that was other dance. Yeah. (laughs) I would say on a brighter note, but it's really not. Um, no, it's not. The last one in the list is White Christmas that is it's just peak black mirror yeah what more it's, is that
1: for sure but you know what's funny i've spoken to a few people about this and they don't agree I, see, not, I just okay. think
0: you're crazy if you don't think so
1: white christmas seems to be one that has people like really split again because of the kind of episode it is whilst you have obviously the mini stories that happen within it outside of the mm-hmm. place that they're in it all pretty much takes spot in one place which i love but i know a lot of people don't because they find it boring it's not stimulating enough that's totally valid um for someone who you know has a neurological neurological condition that requires stimulation at all times i don't know why i get so much out of these episodes Uh, maybe it's because any episode that draws me in so much that doesn't make me want to go on my phone i just have so much respect for because it takes a lot For me to not need to be Mm -hmm. doing something else at the same time. And White Christmas was just, like I said, it was pre Black Museum. So this was the first time Black Mirror had done anything like this. Mm -hmm. It was off the back of like the first series. So
0: I think it was after season two. It's like the final episode of season two. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought it was.
0: That's why it's cool you've got a Brit and an American. Because it's just before.
1: That's a good point. Well, wherever it comes, it was. it was just done so well
0: so brilliant I mean this is another episode with a twist and that twist honestly my Mm -hmm. stomach dropped in such a different way to shut up and dance you feel so Mm -hmm. terrible for him like oh my god it's awful and Mm -hmm. I guess as well you the, oh my god the first sequence the dating thing Mm -hmm. and you're seeing all these like creepy guys watching the date and oh that is awful I've That always makes me so upset and uncomfortable every single time when he's like to get your hard drives and I'm like, Oh my god, like Yeah. No. And that's the worst bit about that is you know those people exist. Uh Uh-huh. no, no,
1: no. It's so funny because the top five episodes that we've put in our S tier are all super unsettling apart from (laughs) and Farrow. So it's like either it needs to be queer or it needs to be super unsettling for us to to really put it up there. But (laughs) Honestly, I don't really know what to say about White Christmas other than the fact that it is just it's very good. It ties in a lot of the stuff that we liked about all the other episodes, mm. like literally ties in some of the yeah, the, the aspects of it. Other things is just like the tropes or the writing style. Tim I think it was around that era that Black Mirror was peak. Mm-hmm. I as much as i have enjoyed episodes after that i really do feel like it's kind of just been going on a downward spiral we kind of touched on this again this is the official last name drop but we kind of touched on this in the episode we recorded before this like the black mirror uh, review and ranking one um but how i just haven't really felt that black mirror feeling yes. in a while
0: i would say the last one for me okay was probably Shut Up and Dance, because as much as I like USS Callister, it's a bit too polished. I would say Shut Up and Dance is the last one where I thought, ah, you know?
1: I think for me, it was probably Crocodile. However, yeah. I did forget about Crocodile until recently.
0: Mm, so there is something to say as, about that. That's yeah. what I mean. Like as a, as a whole show, it really has just been like. And so- I think that's because it doesn't really manage to maintain anymore that good balance between like the human emotion and the tech. And that is yeah. the core of Black Mirror.
1: But I have to wonder now, and this is a question I'll pose to our listeners. Are we beyond the need for Black Mirror now? Is that what's happened? Mm, true. You know, I feel like the answer could very much be yes. I do feel like there's a lot more to explore. Like I mentioned in our other episode how one of the reasons I was quite disappointed in the most recent season is because I think that considering everything that's happened in the last three years, there was a lot that they could have explored and they didn't really touch upon
0: any of it well i think the only way black mirror could truly survive is if they left longer between each season and like you say really address certain things that have really risen up in the last few years so like i'm quite surprised there was no Jack, chat gbt that's
1: what i mean. mentioned there was no, there was no... exactly <laughs> but like i said there was there was no ai there was no um like i know everybody Hated when TV shows and stuff started to put COVID in, mm-hmm. but I don't mean as in like I mean like the isolation, yeah. the cut off from humanity, the how we all went fucking crazy in our homes, and we yeah. just have to deal with it. Those kind of aspects yeah. I expected more to be, yeah,
0: and like not necessarily old exact rifts from life, but just like pulling at like feelings we've had over the like, last yeah, few years, like yeah, isolation.
1: Because you you kind of summed it up perfectly the best episodes of black mirror tied together emotion and technology very well and i just don't think it's doing that anymore if it is done with that era then i think i'm maybe done with black mirror i
0: yeah i'm gonna go out on a limb and say i wasn't too fussed about this latest season and i just don't see myself being excited about the next one quite honestly and i think a lot of people unfortunately are feeling the same way but do let us know, you know,
1: because, you know, again, this is coming from two people that have watched Black Mirror from the beginning, from the Channel 4 era, also two people from the UK. So that really does have a play into it. So I'd be interested to just hear how people feel about it definitely. now. Definitely what your tier list or rankings would be or even just your favorite episode and why um you know are there any episodes that we put really low down that you would actually fight for because that's always really interesting any of our social medias we're at w noise podcast everywhere there'll be links below this episode on both youtube and spotify um we're hopefully we say this quite frequently we're hopefully back now a little more we might have more frequent episodes if you don't hear from us too much over september it's because we're getting prepared for the seven days of horror returning in october so do look forward to that Mm -hmm. on that note i think that's all i kind of really have to say today
0: same i'm kind of black mirrored out now
1: yeah a little bit oh yeah that's it for black mirror now we're done (laughs) so we're gonna be moving on but we're moving on to other stuff
0: (laughs) Well, like Sky said, you can find us on all our socials. And if you've gotten to this point, thank you so much for watching. It's been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>